You're listening to Nonprofit Unplugged with your host, the number one nonprofit lady, Shakira Relaford. This show teaches you how to start and grow your nonprofit with ease. Simply put, this is Nonprofit Made Easy. What's up? What's up, my Nonprofit Unplugged fam? How's everything been going? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I get it. And um, I saw some of your comments. <laughs> on Apple Podcast, and y'all are like, keep the content coming. I hear you. I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> but listen, guys, y'all know I have talked about this a few episodes ago, but I've been in transition. I'm transitioning from leaving the employee style of life and transitioning into full-time consultant style of life. And that takes some time to figure out what that's going to look like and make the adjustments for my family and finances. And so I have been in my A for the last two weeks working through those transitions. So don't worry, I'm still here, but we're back. We're back. We're back. So um, essentially effective this Friday or this coming week, um, later this week, if not Monday of next week, I'll be really solo dolo on my own as a, you know, full-time consultant. Um, with that being said, I have been in the process of growing and enhancing my skills. And so I am taking some training courses that my partnership through Innovative Change Consulting Group has, uh, we're all to actually taking these training courses to strengthen our skill sets, um, especially in the role of project management a program manager and data and IT. I'm also, you know, doing more grant writing gigs. So that's also in the loop, right? My nonprofit itself is taking a shift and I'm excited about that shift. <laughs> Things are going great there. Don't Don't get me wrong, but it is definitely more alongside of the educational compete component and I'm not working with as many clients. So that's, you know, a change, a transition. And then the last thing a lot of, you know, and if you don't, there's an email coming out, but I joined the unclone media team. Yes. With the one and only Audrea Richmond. Yes. I, yes, 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 yes. I am collaborating um, with her as her opportunity manager, which is basically, I like to call it the um, black excellence of the White House press secretary. <laughs> but in all seriousness, all seriousness, it is definitely a position that is going to legit just take me from where I am and catapult me to where I need to be. And so as a consultant, I am, you know, taking on projects and jobs and contracts, long-term contracts to help strengthen not just my skill sets and my experience, but to make the content even 10x better for you guys and just, you know, overall good for my business, good for my brand, good for um, coaching the whole nine. I, I think it's just important that, you know, when you, when we go through these transitions that they're not bad, right? And so it's okay to have these transitions, right? I am still um, 
working on my collaborative partnership through um, inclusive data. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, like I said, I joined Unclone Media and yeah, we are just ready to take off, ready to take off. And I'm still doing grant consulting and grant coaching with Innovative Change Consulting Group, LLC. And so I am excited and very intentional with who I work with and how I work with them and how I could best serve them and the community. Remember, it's about the community first, but I have to take care of me. So I know y'all would understand and I know y'all would be like, yes, honey, because y'all have been the level of support these past two weeks has been through the roof. Y'all have made me feel like Oprah (laughs) and I love it. I love it. I appreciate y'all. Anywho, that is not what today's episode is about. (laughs) This episode is all about having and creating strategies, right? That you can do right now, right? Like today, like in this moment, or even as you're listening to this, that you can do right now to have a more DEIB based work environment. Now, I had to give you that four minute, three minute, four minute intro to lead up into this because I am working with all of these different individuals and I am serving the community on really two main capacities, just three different agencies that I'm collaborating with. What it comes a point where I have to have those hard conversations that sometimes I don't want to have, but or don't feel like I need to have, but they're necessary. And that is um, involving as we are developing the infrastructure of your small business and nonprofit or nonprofit, you have to have diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, right? That's what DEIB stands for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. Okay. These are, these are um, some tools that are going to help you get there. You need to understand Millennials and Gen Z are your now primary, um, what do you call it? Your primary, I want to say database, but your your the your individuals who are working for you. If you have are looking to staff or have staff, or if you're not at the point where you have staff, you still need to have a mission and a vision that is centered or related to right. <laughs> being able to form some level of diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging within your space, within your work environment. Okay. So these four, well, three to four, I'll see what I can do. (laughs) But I just want you to know these strategies are tools that are in place that you can put in place if you don't already have them in place right now, that's going to strengthen your business and make you legit 10, maybe 20 X more attractive, more marketable, and people are going to be more willing to give and work with you. I have seen it time and time again. I have been writing a lot of DEI based grants and contracts, and I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. People organizations and founders are in the position where there's money to be, there's money available, sorry, there's money to be given. And it is given in the efforts of those people who are hashtag team diversity, team inclusive, inclusivity, right? And so 
if you're not on there, on that trajectory, or not a part of that goal or mission, you need to get there, whatever that looks like. It doesn't have to be just for race, okay? It's for everything, race, gender by, you know, gender orientation, sexual orientation, or gender identity, excuse me, sexual orientation, age, disabilities, whatever. Every, every human individual, right, serves as a level of diversity, how we differ, okay, equity, you know, access, or given or providing the same access for resources, etc., and inclusivity, right? How accepting are you when it comes to, you know, hearing people's differences, listening to them, right? Making them feel like they actually do belong and their voices can be heard. Okay. So you have an important role to play into this whole, uh, solution based model because you can offer work or you can offer your work space really, right? Your, your, even if it is, online, you can offer an environment in general or a a culture, right? That meets the needs of every individual, every employer, every volunteer, every donor, et cetera, right? And so these are tools and strategies you can implement in your mission, uh, in your vision, Okay, and it's not going to take away from the overall goal of where you're going. If anything, this is the opportunity for you to enhance where you already are and strengthen where you already are. Okay, let's dive into what these tips are. So these are tips that, again, I have um, legit written into grants um, as objectives and measurable goals. We are really making sure that we as in the uh, innovative change team, we are really making sure through our, through our board governance training and diversity, equity, inclusive training that our clients understand what it is. And even more so let's build this into our current organizational capacity. Let's build this into our infrastructure. So it doesn't have to feel like an added task. If anything, it's just becoming a company value or, the core culture of the company and the mission. Okay. So there's a difference there, right. Versus being like, we're a company that, um, or an organization and or a company or a board or whatever, right. That doesn't have these skills in place or doesn't have these tools in place. And now we're looking to build, add to what it is. And it becomes hard versus having the framework and the mindset to say, no, this is not negotiable you know, and you're building it, you already have created your environment essentially to work and live in this ecosystem of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Okay. So this is all for a good cause y'all all for a good cause. <laughs> all right. So let's dive in. Tip number one, When it comes to your recruitment and onboarding process, make sure you build fair and transparent recruitment and selection procedures, okay? So when you're thinking about who you want to hire, let's say for staff, or if you're thinking about who you want to um, accept as volunteers, if they are a great match for your company organization, when you're seeking them out, 
or even, you know, soliciting for the the perfect donor or perfect corporate sponsor or whatever, you want to make sure that you're looking at their skill set and not what's on the outside. Okay. But what that looks like though, is you want to already have a procedure in place for your recruitment that is already going to be in line with inclusivity and equitability. Okay. So you want to avoid those limiting positions to people of certain categories when it comes to nationality, ethnicity, race, etc. Okay. You want to make sure that you have reasons behind your hiring decisions and they are real communicated, not just to the individual, but to your staff. Okay. And provide equal opportunities for all staff to have decision-making positions, regardless of their nationality, gender identity, and et cetera. Okay. So making sure your recruitment process and procedures are fair and they are skill-based. Okay not character. You want to think about number two, tip number two is being able to have ongoing trainings and create a space, right? For your volunteers, your, and and or your employers, right? To be able to feel heard, Okay, like, for example, if something happened, like if a conflict happened, listen to both sides. Like, you don't have to pick a side because, you know, Johnny said it and, you know, Bonquisha didn't agree or whatever the case may be. Use this as a teachable moment to teach Johnny and Bonquisha they can work together in harmony and that they both, right, need to be heard so that their opinions are validated. Too often we see this microaggression, right, in the office space, and you'll hear a lot, a lot of times, especially from um, the Gen Zers, <laughs> right? They're they're young in the corporate space. Social media has um, encouraged them to be very loud, very boisterous, in a sense of advocacy for themselves, and that's awesome. But it's just sometimes it can be a little out of hand. And so just make sure you as the employer are creating, right. And managing those unconscious bias and you are addressing necessary issues, right. You have an understanding and a clear understanding of cultural differences, specifically related to decision-making communication styles and your level of tolerance. It makes a big difference, right. Have ongoing trainings, have ongoing staff, um, group meetings, uh, or team activities, right? Encourage them to strengthen those relationships on their own. So you don't have to force it, but just creating that culture of, Hey, this is what we do here. You know, go ahead and mingle and befriend another employer or whatever, and help to grow and strengthen those relationships. Okay. And the third tip I definitely want to suggest is making sure you have clear policies and procedures. Okay. Those expectations up front can eliminate a slew of other things, right? Your policy and procedures handbook should be clearly more than five pages. And if it's not, go back and fix it. Make sure you are covering these important topics when it comes to harassment policies and procedures, when it comes to um, benefits and compensation, when it comes to everyone have an understanding of what the, the company's expectations are, et cetera. 
uh, just making them clear and concrete from jump can really save you a headache. And what are the consequences of that? You know, we do have a zero tolerance policy when it comes to racism and prejudice acts or thoughts and beliefs being enforced in the workplace, you know, like, and so with that being said, you know, one time you get a a verbal warning, two times you're out the door, you know, there's no three strike rule, especially if you are, you know, an at will employer at will stay, you could do as you please, as long as it's obviously, you know, just and fair. So you got to keep that in mind, have those policies and procedures in place, but also make sure you include the benefit and the consequences, right? of what will happen should someone break that or violate that, right? Again, this is a part of keeping your team and your culture, your team, your mission and your and your vision and values and your in your work culture obviously safe, um consistent and definitely diversity, diverse, equitable and inclusive, okay? I pray these tips were helpful. <laughs> I pray that you definitely benefit from them. They are just three of, and I'm talking like probably hundreds of other ways. So this is not, so this is not the go-to way. This is, these are definitely some ways or tools that you can do right now, right now, right? That's going to take you from literally being a more narrow-minded workspace and culture to completely open, affirming, and inclusive. And it does make a difference when you are looking to solicit donors, when you're looking to solicit volunteers, or when you're looking to recruit and hire actual staff or contractors. You got to think think about these tips. Think about how best right to approach this, and you're going to be just fine just, just fine. Okay. So this has been great. Thank y'all for, for, for hanging around, sticking around and just still showing y'all love and support. I appreciate it. Stay tuned for all of the fun ventures. (laughs) All right. Stay tuned for all the fun ventures that I'm going to be on. And it is great. All you can still access me and access all my products. Join the email list. If you are brand new and don't know who I am, I give a lot of, um, strategies, tips, and funding opportunities away. So go to nonprofitunplug.com, join the email list so you don't miss out on any updates. Also, my master grant writing course is going through a revamp this week and it is going to be ready for relaunch here in a few weeks. So you can still access the course right now. You're going to get a bunch of new content though, when you do purchase it. And there's a couple more added trainings and, and, um, uh, resources I want to add to the course, but you can definitely go to mastergrantwriting.com and buy the course. I am adding a, a training on how to write a budget. Okay. And how to, create that budget narrative when you are applying for grants. So check that out. And I'm going to be adding another training on government contracts and things like that. Just keeping y'all abreast of what's happening in in the grant space. So I think y'all would appreciate that, but you can definitely go over to mastergrantwriting.com, purchase the course. I do have payment plan options on there for you. Okay. Cause 
I know y'all are like, ooh, child, I'm not about to pay, you know, X amount of dollars for this course. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Payment plans are available. You can get four interest-free payment plan, uh, payment plan options. And, or you, if you need up to six, then definitely shoot me an email, successwithshakira at gmail.com and let me know what you're thinking. Also, I went ahead and bundled up my templates because y'all asked for templates and I'm like, yo, it'll be just dope to be able to just literally hand you all the templates you'll ever need to get your business, not just started, but scaling it and getting you prepared to be grant funded, Right. So you can definitely go over to Etsy, head over to my Etsy shop, go ahead and buy the tickets and download them immediately. I mean, the templates, download them immediately and you're good to go. So that is bipoctribe.etsy.com. That link is also in the show notes too. If you heard the promo video about why nonprofits should look into an affiliate program to help strengthen and increase revenue, you're in for a treat. Definitely download the free ebook here. It's also down in the show notes um, or go to renewyoubodybutters.com uh, for more information. Okay. Listen, y'all are great. I love you. I love you. Love you. Love you. I mean it. Y'all stay safe. Be blessed. And I can't wait to see you on top. You've been listening to Nonprofit Unplugged. Please rate and comment this show for more amazing content. 